You're listening to the Sailing to Success podcast show, where we share practical tips and strategies to help you be more productive, boost your profits, and grow your business. Hey there, I'm Lindsay Phillips, founder of Smooth Sailing Business Growth, and I'll be your host and captain for this 30-minute excursion. So today, we'll be chatting with copywriter and real estate investor, Sandra Ray. We chat about copywriting, ghostwriting, publishing, marketing, and more in this fast-paced interview. So let's get started, folks. Awesome. As mentioned earlier, I have Sandra Ray here with us today. She's a writer, a ghostwriter, a content creator, digital marketing expert, and a real estate investor. So she has a lot of hats on and a lot of expertise to share with us. She really specializes in um, change of use in short-term rentals as well with the real estate investing. And she's got two sides in her professional life, as you can plainly tell. So she's crazy busy. In fact, she's actually launching a cool new program as a member of the Catapult crew um, all around building funnels and email marketing. Um, plus, she's taking on a new short-term rental property in Orange County that'll be really profitable. So she's from um, considered as well the bathrobe investor. I love that term. And, um, and same with launch it online. Um, and she has her feet and hands in so many things. Very talented. So thanks for joining us, Sandra. Hey, thanks for having me, and thanks for that intro. <laughs> you betcha. Um, I mean, there's so many things that we could talk about today, but I know I get asked this so many times, and that, like, what is a copywriter, and, and, you know, what are the benefits of having a copywriter versus just writing material yourself? Well, you can write yourself, but you better hand it, unless you're, you're a copywriter yourself who's been doing it for several years. It would be really wise of you to hand it over to uh, a writer or editor to fix your work because there's a complete difference between someone like me who's been doing it for 25 years and someone who's either a, a newbie or some business owner who's trying to do the work themselves. And as a professional copywriter, I know exactly how to write things to make it sell better if you have products and services you're going to be interested in selling, right? So I know all the different ways to do that, including, you know, articles, email marketing, sales pages, long form, short form, video scripts, you name it. And typically, if you're a, uh, just a regular business owner, entrepreneur, solopreneur, whatever you're doing, you're not going to know how to do all that. And uh, I do. So that would be a benefit to hire somebody mm -hmm. and actually pay that person to do it. So, um, and pay them well. <laughs> No, and, and I agree. And again, I, you know, I've worked with you on some projects and I've worked with a couple of other copywriters and it's like, when I see the material come to me to implement it, it's, I'm just like, Hey, damn, that's good. <laughs> but it's like, there's a whole psychology behind it, right? Like what people are thinking and what's going to hook them and what's going to make them make that decision and, and the words and how it's written it, it has impact. Absolutely. Um, well, that's down to the targeting and, and you have to understand like as a ghost in particular, I can tell you that that being a ghostwriter mm -hmm. is interesting because not only do I have to understand the target of that person I'm writing for, but I have to understand that person so well that I can jump into his or her voice. And so, yeah, it's all about targeting. So when we're writing to something, we're kind of segmenting, right off the bat for clients. Say I'm writing an article and I'm going to 
specifically talk about a topic. Um, if they have several products, I'm going to hone in on one. I'm going to target in on that topic, but also use words that resonate with the audience who will be reading it. So yeah, it is, it is very much so. Uh, it's not scientific necessarily, but mm. definitely honing in on the emotional target hot yeah. buttons. That's so true. And, um, and obviously you write with SEO in mind and keywords and all that good stuff. Yeah, I do, but it's very, very subtle. Um, when, cause there are keywords, there are going to be keywords. Like mm. say I'm, I'm, I've been in the niche of writing for real estate investing for a while for obvious reasons. Um, I am one, so that's something I know really well, but I can work in, I mean, real estate investing happens to be a very hot term. You're going to use that in those articles. Yeah. Uh, you're going to use the terms wholesaling, fix and flip, multifamily properties, uh, short-term rentals, change of use, whatever you're talking about, you're going to work those in. So it has to be subtle because, and there's a difference going back to one of your first questions is that you can go to some sort of content mill and we all have seen those yeah. and they're run out of country and they are highly based on SEO terms, but the articles make zero sense and it's not good content. It may trip the, um, the search engines to find your article, but then what? I mean, if it's really mm-hmm. not good, it's garbage in garbage out, right? That's so true. Yeah, that's totally true. And Honestly, it's like, you know, I've dealt with numerous writers. And so I myself firsthand have seen the difference in either the entrepreneur writing the material, in a writer creating content and articles, and a copywriter writing. Like there is a definitive difference. Now, what I like about you, and I'm kind of leading somewhere here, is that you understand marketing, you understand the funnels, the hooks, the workflow, um, the marketing aspect of it, which is is really key. Now, in saying that, um, what should people look for in a copywriter besides, obviously, like you, understanding marketing inside out? Well, first off, it depends on their budget. If you just need a writer, you know, that's going to be a lower level um, mm-hmm. purchase than, than working with somebody, say, that understands, like you said, the whole flow of the thing. I am kind of a rare copywriter in that I immersed myself into the digital marketing world. Mm-hmm. So I learned the whole funnel system, right? So that's not something that a lot of people out there even know. You do it, you understand it, Mm -hmm. but um, you know, they don't understand that it comes from this and then moves to that and gets them up the value ladder. And then, you know, you're doing things on the front end and you're doing things on the back end, but I can build out those funnels on a napkin for people so um, that they can see. So when I can do that, then I also have to know how to write each of those parts. Mm-hmm. So whether it's Facebook ads or, um, you know, we use ClickFunnels a lot, um, ClickFunnels pages, you know, any kind of longer form, short form sales page. I need to know why I'm doing it, yeah. what role it plays within the funnel. And then, you know, again, the, the whoever I'm working for, I need to understand their goals as well and their targets. So it's, uh, I do, I kind of like an all encompassing kind of writer and that's a rarity. Uh, people can't find that all that well. I, I really know that I am a rarity, which is interesting. I've been told, so I know. Um, <laughs> as far as ghostwriting goes, I also immerse myself on that side. I can take a book from ideation, from the very basic idea, all the way through publishing. And a lot of ghosts 
I haven't met one yet who understands the whole publishing process. So I think it's benefited me as a professional writer to understand every element in that and having done it too, even though I don't enjoy doing that part of it, um, having done it, I can walk people through it and provide more value. And, and I'm glad you brought that up. Let's talk about that a little bit. So uh, I, I'm sure many people have heard the term ghostwriter, but what really is it and what does it entail? Well, I can um, short form it here. You know, when you walk into the bookstore or you're browsing books online these days, because um, what's a bookstore, right? Anyway, you go in and you see the uh, business books out there. Do you think that those people wrote those books or did they hire somebody like me who goes through a series of interviews and takes those and creates a book out of that? And that's what a ghostwriter does. That ghost becomes the other person, you know, so you write in that voice mm -hmm. and you have both agreed upon what the outline of that book will be. Um, a lot of times when I sit down with a client, they don't have any idea what the book will look like. So we work it together. So we create the table of contents together so that I'll know what kind of things to ask them when I'm interviewing them. And I can work phenomenally fast. It's kind of it's kind of crazy how fast I can work at that. If I can sit with somebody with four to six interviews, yeah. I'll have the book content to you probably after the last interview, about 35 days is how fast it can go. Wow, that's crazy. And <laughs> I mean, most people or entrepreneurs should know the importance of having a book. I know I've heard the term, you know, it's the new business card, so to speak. I'm painfully and slowly working on mine. <laughs> Good. My goal is the end of this year. Darn it. <laughs> Come hell or high water. Um, but yeah, having those ghostwriters out there, because we're not all wordsmiths. We don't, you know what I mean? It's, it's, you have the knowledge and you have the stories um, and you want to share it with the world, but not all of us are skilled at writing <laughs> and, and word flow. So to have a, a ghostwriter available to do that part of that work for you is uh, invaluable. Now, do you, out of curiosity, I meant to ask you this earlier. So do you also do um, the publishing end of things? And in this vein, maybe you can kind of explain um, what self-publishing is and, and how easy it really is. Well, first off, I, I would take a role today instead, because what happens if I take a client through the publishing process, so yes, I can do that for you, um, I would prefer to teach you how to do it so that you can control it. Otherwise, you and I are linked like forever. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want that. You know, I may love you, but I don't want to be linked yeah. to you forever. But um, yeah, because I'll still be fulfilling orders for people who can't really master it because either they're perhaps elders and they aren't really good online or they keep making boo-boos. Um, so I will go in and order their books for them. So if they want a print book, right, which is not terribly necessary these days, but um, there's some books that definitely you'd want to have done in print. I could take you through the whole process, but I would rather teach you how to do it. Mm -hmm. And uh, Ingram Spark makes it very easy. Um, you know, Amazon has its own ebook creator and I Great. believe they even yeah. might may have a print print side of it too, but I'm really not sure how that one goes because I always use Ingram Spark. It just happens to be easy. It's what mm -hmm. I'm familiar with. Um, but I like the ebooks, of course, and you ask, you know, entrepreneurs should have books. Why is that? 
Well, you can use it as a lead magnet, which I'm sure that you're going to. In your funnel, the first thing you're going to do is go, okay, my book is available, and here's my whole funnel, and it, it makes a brilliant lead magnet. So even if it's um, an ebook that's 20 pages or 10 pages, or I've seen them as short as three pages, it's something that gives absolute value that people can use. It can't be direct. It can't be useless information and you can use that to get people's information so you keep in touch with them so that you're email marketing to them so that you're walking them up to whatever it is that you really want them to buy you know uh, coaches definitely should have one most entrepreneurs even uh, the bricks and mortar businesses those business order uh, owners can have a short ebook but it again it has to have value because if it's if it's garbage it's not going to do you any good no, totally. And it just kind of up levels your, your business or your name. It, it reflects that you're an expert in your field. And I think people just pay attention to you more. Well, um, you, it does absolutely yeah. credentialize you. Yeah. I can, I can tell you the people I've worked with, you know, they weren't very well known prior, but once they had the book um, and we sit down, I say, you have a choice. You can have a bestseller which isn't going to do you very good in the long run, or you can have use this in your funnel and build your credibility with it, give it away for free, or if it's print book, free plus shipping, you know, that's a nice popular program. So it covers your unit cost. Yeah. Um, so you're not really losing out at all. You're just not making any money, but you're not making any money at the, the second of the sale. You are going to make money as the people understand who you are, and you become very credible and it helps to build trust with your audience and all that. And then they'll start listening to what you have to say, because you, if you are an expert, you have a lot to say about whatever that is. And um, that just gets your following to grow faster. And I, I can tell you that absolutely does work. Yeah, no, I, I wholeheartedly agree. Um, now tell me, um, flipping over to your, your other hat that you wear, <laughs> With your, or, or should I say the bathrobe that you wear? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where do you I might bathroom? be in one right now. You never know. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um, so where did bathrobe investor come from and how did you, like, were you a copywriter first and you got into investing or the other way around? Yeah, I've always been a copywriter. I have to say, going back to my when I was four years old, even before I knew how to write, I sat and I wrote like the lowercase E's and E's and E's and E's on paper because I was a writer. And by the time that um, I was an early reader, right, uh, at four years old, I was reading quite well. And I was a writer then because I would write stories. So I don't think I could ever have been anything other yeah. than a writer. So I was a writer first. And then I, I was going to be a colleges, but um, my math changed my path. I couldn't do the statistics course. So I became a writer because that's a strength and it ended up being the right choice. So for years, I was a professional writer. I've been an editor at magazines, contributing editor after I left. And I just wanted to write and not be the editor part. Because yeah. um, that's a lot of work. People underpaid, a lot of work. Um, and then I moved into marketing and advertising. I've worked at agencies like Saatchi and Saatchi. Um, just all sorts of stuff. So anyway, and I kept adding to my abilities as a writer. And then I, I've always been intrigued by real estate. So how do people make money? And I started listening to Carlton Sheets way back in a uh, hundred years ago. <laughs> and he was the no money down guy. He was like one of the original no money down guys. And I can tell you that that is absolute true program. And that's what I use. I actually use 
his strategies and other people's strategies to use other people's money in my deals. So I was very intrigued with that. I've always been intrigued with flipping. Uh, I thought I wanted to do more of that and rehabbing, but as I'm older now, it's a little bit more difficult to yeah. wield the hammer. Um, anyway, so I've learned all of it. And then I went through a program and I didn't use it because there was no mentorship. And then I got hooked up with somebody who, well, actually a couple of somebodies who became my mentors. And I thought, well, shoot, if they could do it, and I know all this stuff, and now I'm writing for that niche, shouldn't I use that information? Shouldn't oh, I yeah. use what I've learned? So now I'm doing it. And uh, my specialty is change of use. So I will never buy a home that's just a single family home and rent it out to a single family. That is not profitable, especially here in California. And Southern California is ex extremely expensive to live. And yeah. if you're going to take one of those single family homes, you're not going to make money or you might make $100 a door. That's not interesting. But if you change the use of that property to become something else, well, then you're going to make thousands of dollars per door. No, oh, interesting. Yeah. And so that's what I fell into. And I started speaking about it. And I wrote a book about it. And now I just finished my uh, second book. And I hope I can say this on, on air, but it's called the Bathrobe Investors No Bullshit Guide to Funding, <laughs> Finding, Facilitating Short-Term Rental Properties, um, which I'm going to be building a funnel around here and offering to the universe very soon, hopefully by next week. Um, but yeah, it just answers all the questions that I get from everybody. And I've worked with people too. So I'm happy to say I got some testimonials that, yeah, she does what she says. So, um, Anyway, and I'm, I'm going to be taking another property that it's, it's, it's going to be really good. It's in a really cool area out here. No HOA. That's what I found. I don't know how HOAs are in your neck of the woods, but yeah. I hate them here. Um, so, yeah, I just, I was a writer first and then went into the uh, investing and I'll be taking a little apartment building soon and converting wow. at least four units. I'd like to do two or four units as a short terminal and the rest of it will cover the monthly expenses. And using other people's money makes it a bit easier and people will want to know how to do that. Well, yeah. that'll be a program coming up. <laughs> wow. Where do you yeah. have time for all of this, woman? <laughs> Everybody has 24 hours a day. Yes. I just end up staying up late a lot of times. I do take time off. I do binge on <laughs> Game of Thrones, you know, I have to say. Uh, so we just have to, as entrepreneurs, we have to put our nose down and, and just do the work that's yeah. necessary, whether we want to do it or not sometimes. And I'm not alone. You know, I have a team of people, uh, in the investing side, I'm, I've built a little team on my writing side. I definitely work with some very talented individuals, including yourself. So I'm not out there swimming in the ocean by myself. That wouldn't work very well, would it? No. So, no, I mean, most people that are creative, whether it's art or writing, they don't usually have a whole another side of their brain that like real estate investing is very, to me, like logical, legal, mathematical. It's interesting that you like they're two very different worlds. Not to me, it's creative. Like for the bookkeeping, I can tell you I'm the worst bookkeeper in the universe. Um, again, math is not my strong suit. I can do the simple math with uh, the addition, subtraction, multiplication, and division, but I can't do the higher level stuff, so I can't hire out for that. For yeah. the contracts, my contracts are very, very simple, um, but as I'm moving forward in that part of my life, I have to get a contracts lawyer, which I have 
somebody I can use. So um, that part scares me a little bit when it comes to contracts, to be yeah. honest with you. So I, cause if you goof up there, then it can cost a lot of money. So um, I leave the logical stuff to the bookkeeper <laughs> and the legal guys. And I, I will be taking a, um, a partner to try him out in one, a company that will, you'll love this name too. It's going to be called Pink Dog Real Estate Investing. Um, Pink Dog? Yeah, well, first let me tell you why bathroom investor, because that's mine, all mine. And yeah. what happens is that I'm always talking to people. I'm pretty sure the neighbors, because I work out of my home, I have an office in my home. I'm pretty sure the neighbors think I have three pieces of clothing, which are all bathrobes, because I do go outside. I'm comfortable in it. I'll sit and do my work in it. I make offers in it. I sign contracts in it. I do my work. It's fine. I'm the bathroom investor. But on the other side, with the new company uh, for other properties that I'll be doing with somebody else, we're going to be calling it Pink Dog Real Estate Investing. Cute. And why that is, is because this is an unbelievable story, and I'm very, very, very grateful for this. I was at a speaking event. I was speaking up on stage, and afterwards, some people came to talk to me. And what they wanted to do was completely rehab this house in a non-HOA community, very quaint out here in Orange County. Uh, just so that they could see how this goes um, and lease it to me and this partner of mine that will be coming on board uh, as a short-term rental. And they want to be longer-term partners as well, but they're rehabbing it for us. I don't, I don't put a dime into it. And then I'm just, I negotiated a low uh, lease at first as we are getting going ahead with this. So until I get bookings for that particular property, I can't, say yes to a higher um, lease payment, but that's the goal, that he wants to get more in his lease payment mm -hmm. than he normally could. And so the negotiation part to me is also creative. So. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's cool. That's a, it's a whole different world. And then obviously you being involved in the real estate industry, um, I know you write for numerous um, businesses in that sphere. Uh-huh. I do. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, it just makes it so much easier for them when you, because a lot of copywriters, you know, you work in so many different niches. How can you possibly understand all those worlds to write in that voice? You know what I mean? Well, you do a lot of research. You have to be a yeah. good researcher. For example, I used to work, uh, I would do a lot of medical writing and here should scare everybody listening. Um, I am one of the people who used to write the continuing education coursework for physicians and nurses. Oh. I am neither a physician nor a nurse. I've never done hernia repair, but I wrote a book on that. <laughs> I can, oh, yeah, but I'm a good, yeah, I'm a good researcher. And did that one, it, it required footnotes. So it wasn't like, it was more of an academic type writing, yeah. but, which I don't enjoy. But I also, I enjoyed the heck out of some of the other stuff. Like I didn't know about elder wondering and um, what they call it's called, um, oh my gosh, sun setting is when people are kind of going toward a dementia and, mm -hmm. but their brains are picking up on old patterns. Like it's three o'clock. I got to go pick up the kids from school and they'll start heading out the door in the nursing home. They're like, wait, and that's why they're locked down. Um, I got to do some very interesting projects there that I had certainly never thought of before, but the research was interesting, like headwind. I didn't know you could live with a, a, a knife in your head, but hey, there's the uh, x-rays. 
Um, and what do you do for that anyway? So yeah, you yeah. just have to be a really good <laughs> researcher. <you> <laughs> the stuff I never thought I'd learn. I yeah. know, right? <laughs> yeah, and I'm pretty sure I'll never be, uh, you know, taking a knife out of somebody's head or doing a hernia surgery. <laughs> <laughs> That's good to know. Stick to the writing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, now, we did kind of touch upon it earlier on in um, the podcast. Um, you have launchit.online. Um, so I know, obviously, with we have book launches all the time. There's sales funnels, launches for info products that you help people write for. Um, so what is it that you're launching? Well, in launchit.online, it's the full funnel. So... I've come together with a little group of individuals who are incredibly talented in building out funnels. Um, Chad Thibodeau happens to be a top 30 designer for ClickFunnels, as in he's one of the people who create the ClickFunnels pages that people use to build their funnels. And um, he invited me into this, and then I work with Mavi Verena, who you know. And she does uh, email marketing strategy, so she'll tell me exactly what they need. And because I have that understanding that we talked about before, um, if she says, hey, I need a welcome series and a nurture series and an ascension series and a, a sequence for goodwill and all that, I already know what that means. And yeah. then I just have to know what, what product we're talking about. For And in this case, we're doing it for ourselves um, here for the launch so people can go and and get some cool things like get us to do a whole funnel for you, or they can just join and learn how to do it themselves. So we'll have three levels to that. And um, by the time this, this podcast airs, everything will be up and done and ready for everybody. So they can go to launch it dot online. Awesome. No, that's such a great idea. Um, so yeah, I'm really happy for you to, to launch that. It's totally cool. <laughs> it's very fun so far. <laughs> Good. Yeah, you um, you have a lot going on, that's for sure. And I know as, you know, an entrepreneur myself, um, it's fun being involved in so many different things and our, our lives, you know, our business changes so much. It's not like day in, day out where you just kind of check in and do the same thing every day. Um, yeah. I don't know about you, but I love that. Yeah, I don't think I could be in cubicle land anymore. Not that no. I haven't put my time in, but my typical pattern was I would go in and I would learn something. Like if I'm like, gee, I should learn that. And then I'd go and get a job at a company. And then I would stay there for maybe six months. I, I'm the worst employee in the universe because <laughs> I don't want, you know, because I'm a very fast worker. And, you know, I'm going to, you're going to make me clock in, you're going to make me sit there, you're going to make me take direction from other people. And then I'm going to give you my work and I'm going to be done. And I'm going to be staring at the clock from three o'clock on. I hate that. That's not who I am. So, but I, I, if I wanted to learn something, I'd go in, learn it, and then take that company as a freelance client. That happened quite a number of times. And I think that's why I'm so well-rounded as a writer and a marketer, because if I had listened to the people when I was young who said, oh, just pick one thing yeah. and just uh, just hone in on that one thing, which might work for other industries, mm -hmm. not for as a writer, no. not as a marketing person, because you really have to know everything. Like you, if I were to talk to you about Facebook ads and email marketing and funnels and sales pages and like podcasts, I mean, all the stuff that you do. You know, if you'd have just had to chose, just chose one of those things early on, would you be where you are today? 
No, and I think I'd be bored to tears. <laughs> oh, no kidding. Yeah, that's something else about the entrepreneur. We are never satisfied with just knowing what we know. No. We're going to go on and learn the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. I know. Um, it's some of us can be ADD. I'm not ADD. <laughs> I'm pretty hyper-focused when I'm doing my work. In fact, yeah. hours will pass. That's, that's the trippy thing. Uh, you know, like four hours will pass. If I'm working on a project, I'm like, oh, my God, but I'm happy at my computer in my little cave. Um, And I don't have to do all the travel and the fun stuff that I used to want to do. It's funny. And I don't have little kids anymore. So, you know, I can do more. I have dedicated time. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I have some kids and cats in my mix. So (laughs) yeah, well, I got a dog, but uh, you know, it's, I don't have to do the, the getting the kids to the karate lessons and such like that. Uh, now it's a whole new set of problems with them being older, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's different. Uh, anyway, yeah, I mean, I, I enjoy what I do. I've got a passion for what I do. So time goes quickly. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like work most of the time. I mean, I would lie to you if I said all the clients have been fun and all of the projects have been great, that's you know, life, that's, right? you know, this is business and life. So yeah. you just get through the stuff that you get through and you enjoy the stuff that you enjoy. Exactly. No, and your passion uh, shows through your work. That's for sure, Sandy. Thank you very much. So um, our half an hour is up already. I don't know where the time goes. I know you're too easy to chat with. (laughs) Well, we can do this again. (laughs) I know. So um, any parting words or any, um, I I know you want people to go to the launch it site if you want to repeat that again, just to be safe. Yeah, I, I would like you to go to launch it dot online. It's not dot com. It's launch it dot online and you'll see that there's three levels and just just get in there with us and and we'll work with you if you have questions about funnels and such um i may be one of your coaches i probably will be (laughs) but and then if you want to learn about uh investing please please come over to the bathroominvestor.com and i just want to put it out there i'm hoping the new site is up by then if not just forgive the ugly site (laughs) call me let's talk Awesome. That's perfect. And we'll have the links on our show notes as well. Um, Yeah. So thank you again for, for taking the time to talk about copywriting and investing and ghostwriting. We covered a lot today. Um, And yeah, so that's it today, folks, for, for this episode, you can of course can find this and my videos and my blogs at lindsayphillips.com. And if you want to create a podcast of your own, or um, create more sales funnels and and improve your marketing for your business, go to smoothbusinessgrowth.com and I'd be more than happy to, uh, to help you out. So have a profitable and productive week, folks, and may the winds always be at your back. 